Raven. Nevermore, Edgar Allan Poe knows the score. Cause Amontillado has a cask. Cause it's a podcast. Put on the power glow. <laughs> In the podcast. Podcast of Waff. In the podcast. Podcast of Waff. Spoke he her voice. keeps talking about retro gaming. <laughs> keeps on talking about retro gaming. Hey everybody, it's me, Brayden Cameron. With me as always, Gary Butterfield. This is Teenage Dirtbags, and we're going to be talking about California Love by Tupac featuring Dr. Dre. That, 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 that vocoder voice that is very similar to you're trying to sell me Burma Shave or something. <laughs> He keeps shaving, <laughs> and he's a smooth boy. He's a smooth boy because he shaves. Look out, Fritz. We're on the march. <laughs> he's shaving Roy. <laughs> he's yeah. Fred Schneider. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> uh, the vocoder voice was very, was very good. Yeah. So we were going to be talking about California Love mm. by Tupac featuring Dr. Dre. A.K.A. Tupac Shaker, as uh, my uh, one of my ex girlfriend's fathers used to always call yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds Tupac like a, Shaker, which I yeah. always I think that's kind of a funny like. What kind of like awesome move would it be for a rapper to come out and call himself Tupac Shaker? Yeah, I think like, just like now's the time. Someone now's totally the time. Yeah, um, uh, Tupac Mania has never been, <laughs> been milder. Yes, uh, ever since he came back as a as a hologram, hologram, it's a hologram and ghost, everyone yeah. was like as a it's force ghost. Cool, you can do that, but why? Um, uh, well, there's, there's literally no way that Tupac would be okay with that. Yeah, no. Did you, uh, I did a little research on Tupac for this. Uh, did, do you know, uh, Tupac's last words? No. That's great. Okay. Um, he, you know, he, you know, we all know how he was shot. Yes. Uh, and a gang, some gang violence in Vegas. Uh, the cop came up to him, you know, after he shot and he went, fuck you. And he would only say fuck you to the cop. Wow. Last words. How baller is that? That's very baller. I love it. Good for you. Um, Way to protect Suge Knight with your dying breath. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't recommend. No, don't. Yeah, Suge Knight is not worth that. He's not going to protect you. Oh, oh no, he's here. Uh, yeah. He's going to dangle vanilla ice off he's the balcony. He's dangle vanilla us over the balcony. <laughs> Whoa, we don't even have one. First, he's going to build us a balcony. Yeah. Then he's going to dangle us off. I got a contractor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Tupac, who uh, it is hard to, for people who are alive today or kids or what have you, yeah, to underestimate what kind of impact uh, Tupac's death had. It was, it was a big deal. It was I a big deal. I remember hearing about it everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I was very young and I wasn't super into hip hop at the time, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, that was a big big deal. Yeah, and it then was, of course it was Biggie uh, right afterwards, and yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be missing him. And then the uh, uh, and then watching uh, behind the musics and the yeah. one on Vanilla Ice where he talks about Suge Knight threatening his life. Yeah, and then seeing interviews of Suge Knight where you're like, holy shit. God, you're gonna actually really scary. Yeah, you're crazy. a terrifying like, human yeah, being. What a horrifying beef slab this man is. Yeah, what a kingpin. Yeah, like he he uh you know so it, it's kind of amazing. And I, I kind of want to watch the biopic. Yeah, of, of Tupac where it like talks about it. Um, yeah, there's there's also like an article that said where somebody reconstructed the events of the night. Yeah, and uh, I'll say something for this. Like, as much as uh, I was talking about this recently. Yeah, and this is a digression. I know we have a lot to talk about in the video. Yeah, uh, well, we have a lot of kind of setting to talk about, and all yeah. that actually happens. Yeah. Um, but the uh, so both 
modern country music mm-hmm. and rap music. I'm really curious to see how these two things have, are going to get together. Uh, have a real uh, authenticity bias. Okay. Or like an auth- authenticity is a, a signifier, like something you, you talk about a lot. Sure. Yeah. So authentic you are. Uh, one, in modern country, it's false a lot of the time. Yeah. It's absolute bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that in uh, rap music, it can be. You know, I think that like a lot of rappers did come from this stuff. Yeah. But, but also the, all of them awesome. are apparently the best. Well, and so that's, that's the thing too, <laughs> but it comes from, you know, you hear more and like, I, I can respect this kind of thing where like somebody mm-hmm. like Tupac who, uh, you know, would rap about, you know, actually being like a gang member and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, got killed defending his gang yeah. and his last words to the cops were fuck you. Like there is a level of authenticity to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any conclusion to that, but it's just, it's an interesting contrast where it's like, if you listen to, uh, something like, I think I told you about this, but the only time I've ever given an Uber driver a bad mm-hmm. score, he was in a gigantic pickup truck yeah. and was blasting modern country the whole time. Like wow. very loud. Yeah. The song called kicking up mud and kicking up mud is like a rap country, like modern, you know? Yeah. Kind of, and it's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. It's like kicking up mud, grabbing my buds, gonna have a slowdown in the flood. Like it's just, like, it's just <laughs> this really terrible song about like playing in dirt. Yeah, it's it sounds exactly like every modern country song, which is about girls in jeans, yeah, uh, driving a truck, and well, uh, and having friends that involve uh, and drink beer. Are there possibly in in like sub places, like yeah. smaller places? The um and it, it does it has that fake like lifestyle thing they're trying to yeah. present, right? Yeah. And people uh, growing up would not, you know, you'd hear like a lot of when it was very popular to hate on rap. Yeah. Like stand up comedians would do it kind of publicly and stuff. Yeah. Um, that was one of the things that big, like, oh, they're faking it. Mm-hmm. Probably not so much. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes, but but not nearly as often as you think. Like, sure. I'm more likely to believe that these like these guys actually did a bunch of crimes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. than I am that like, you know, Brooks and Dunhill or whatever, like actually this is you know, done just yeah, done just, um, you like, could have finished it you would have been done at done but you kept going what's done is done is this time for one of our segments what's done is done no okay <laughs> <laughs> um but like it's just like that is that to me is what people should be like okay because it's such shit yeah. you know like going down to the ravine like you've never been down to a fucking ravine yeah you grew up in nashville like. yeah you're like a nashville session musician who decided to become a country star yeah. and like wear ten thousand dollar boots yeah and just you know you're just you're just like you're essentially like the you're like the human equivalent of a mega church sure sure you know the musical equivalent of that like yeah that's like a. I mean everything you've just described is summed up perfectly in one um bob and david yeah, song what i need yeah what I need, I need where he don't need no wine no fancy cheese yeah and then he lists all the things he does need uh yeah. which includes wine and fancy and, yeah, cheese. And don't forget the wine <laughs> and the fancy cheese yeah because what i need yeah um yeah it is uh it's repulsive yeah whereas something like tupac at the very least like it's sad he died very young yes um, you shouldn't take a bullet for to protect, uh, you know, Sugar Knight's honor, but yeah, it's at least he's authentic. He's at least an authentic man. Yes, so absolutely. Yeah. Uh, to the end, to yes. Tupac. Yes, to Tupac. <laughs> All right, and that concludes this episode yeah, of, of to Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> no. um, let's talk about the video. Oh yeah, Gary, what is the main theme of this video? Oh, I mean, would you call it a one-word summation? I would call, I would say, yeah. What is the one-word summation for this? Particular, lone, separate, definite, single, different, singular, lone, soul, odd, solitary, one and only, special, only, specific, 
This is a one-word summation. Oh yeah. This is a one-word summation. We, I mean, you can even use that. You can totally do it. Okay, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it is very... Uh, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> it is, it is uh, post-apocalyptic, and it is, uh, it's Mad very Max. Mad Max Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. Um, even, you know, it, it's even Mad Max Fury Road. Like, this is... Yeah, this is pre-Fury Road, it, but, it yeah. is, uh, but it doesn't have that cheesiness kind of that, you know, thund- I mean, it does feature a Thunderdome. Yeah. But it doesn't feel cheesy the way that that movie does. And yeah. I love that movie. You know, yeah. so it's not me bagging on it, but... This is, uh, did you know, um, speaking of Wikipedia, I said it best. Did you know, and you don't have to put in the theme song. No, right? no, no. But did you know that this was uh, Jaden Pinkett Smith's idea? Oh, the, the. To do the Mad Max after the, yeah. in the Thunderdome, really? Yeah. Oh, that makes, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I was going to say that makes sense, but it doesn't. No, it I doesn't. Don't really, one, I don't know her. <laughs> and, like, I didn't know she was super into post-apocalyptic yeah, stuff. Yeah, apparently she loves Thunderdome. Yeah, which, like, I love that about her. It kind of makes sense, like, the, I mean, the theming. It's a good theme. It fits. It's like, so good. This this video was fucking unescapable. Yeah. The year it came out with it came out and like one, uh, this video was so fun to watch. Yeah. Like as because it's like, as somebody who was not super into hip hop at that time myself, I didn't really like watching just like rappers at a party, which yeah. is a lot of videos, including yeah. California Love Part Two. Yes, I'm glad you brought which that we up. We at least have to do a type five on. Yeah. Uh, but it's this song. This beat's incredible. Like yeah. that. Like we were making fun of it. That like. Like that is so good. Like yeah. and it, when you think about it on like a structural, just on a structural level, it's a vocoder chorus, like yep. a vocoder hook. And two verses, and then a like a two and a half minute outro. Yeah, of just going like naming places in it, California and yep. asking if the audience is interested Mad in joining Atlas. them. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so. Pasadena, yeah. where are you at? Well, yeah. I mean, well, we can show you can on do, a map. We, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just show you on a globe where Pasadena is at. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It is a very slight song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also it's featuring Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre does more than the lion's share of rapping on this. Yeah, and he produces the beat. As he produces well, the beat. So. Like this is re- more or less a Dr. Dre song, which like that was his thing was like, you know, grooming people. Yeah, you know, his kind of stars, which is like I'm in. I'm down for like when it comes to you know hip hop production. I'm pretty down with Dr. Dre's production. Yeah, not him as a human being, like, yeah. but him as him as a producer. Like the song, this yeah. music sounds good to me. You enjoy his beats headphones. I, I enjoy I enjoy Beats by Dre, not the headphones. The oh, beats. okay. You mean like his his salads? I enjoy his beat salads. Yeah, and I enjoy tubers by Dre. <laughs> tubers. Okay, <laughs> I enjoy parsnips yeah, by Pac. Been... Yeah. It's... <laughs> Oh, Gary. Okay. Yeah. So really, I mean, the, we've kind Snoop of summed Dogg. up about everything that happens in the video, and I don't want to like, <laughs> kind of, like, like, but we'll, we'll get into it in more detail. Um, mm. For one thing, I think there's something about having a fully functioning helicopter <laughs> that starts off your post-apocalyptic vision yeah. <laughs> that makes me go like, I don't know. <laughs> Does it make you think that maybe this is Burning Man for rap? Yeah. That they're at? <laughs> like they, they went to, uh, they have something, uh, it's called like Wasteland Festival or something like okay. that, which is a like, everyone dresses up like Mad Max oh. or Fallout. And it's like in, it's in the desert or a dry lake or something. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I know a few like artists that I follow on Instagram go to it every year oh, that, um, yeah i wouldn't want to go as like a participant but i'd like to go as like a reporter or something yeah, you know yeah i mean i guess i'd have to learn how to be a reporter it's first, me but, here gary yeah, butterfield yeah, outside of wasteland festival what do they think about dragon quest 2 yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about dragon quest 2 and the rise of the empire yeah the um, um 
but yeah, that's that's a, an aesthetic that I appreciate. Yeah, um, quite a bit. And everybody's bringing it. It's everybody. Also, is. Here's the thing too, is we've talked before on the show about blurs. Yeah, a little bit like like the intersection of nerd culture and black culture. Yeah, and this is a great example of that. I think you're right. Thunderdome yeah. is a nerdy fucking movie, and this kind of cosplay stuff. Yeah, super nerdy, and I love how they just go for it. They're 100 percent like in. God, do I, I, I? That is like that is a thing I'm like way into. Like. It's it's interesting to me that Dr. Dre is in a sense cosplaying as Slick Rick, yeah. uh, like which is which like is in, Cyclops entertaining Rick. on his own. Uh, is Slick Rick a Cyclops? Uh, Sick, Slick Rick is has an eye patch. I don't okay. know if it's necessarily a real one. Could be well, like a vanity patch. I think it's just a vanity patch. I don't know if he ever lost an eye, but does he ever switch it? Did he ever uh, do the, the Slick Switch? I can't. I can't say. Okay. <laughs> I'm not qualified to answer that question. That would, that would tell you whether it's real because if it was uh, if it was fake, yeah. I mean, that would tell you if it was real, you wouldn't switch it. Yeah. And if it was fake, you'd want to switch it. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, one eye would get like atrophy, and you just open it up one time, and it'd just be like yeah. a yeah. puddle of pudding. I mean, know? you know, you never know how often Slick Rick's going down from the poop deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I just don't yeah. know. Him and his Lost Boys. Him and his Lost Slick Boys. Slick Rick and the Lost Boys. <laughs> Which also alternative name to this video. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So Dr. Dre is doing that. Tupac is uh, looks like a normal Fallout Raider. Yeah, he really does. His face is really, really evident, though, which you can kind of see like, you know, Tupac. I know part of the appeal of Tupac was how handsome he was. He was a handsome man. To, you know, to people. So his sex appeal was a big part of his yeah. his whole steez. I, I want to also, you know, now that you brought up Jada Pinkett Smith and I've had mm-hmm. some time to think about this, there are parallels between this and the like uh new zion orgy scene in matrix 2 (laughs) that is is true (laughs) it is just a bunch of uh semi-naked people dancing together underneath a dome (laughs) there is there is if you like domes the cousin to the orb the um the yeah there are some parody there are some parables oh can you uh can you go back uh about like three seconds in the video of course um to this this gentleman Yes. Uh, one of the so a lot of this is just panning across dancers. Yeah. Um, but there's one very <laughs> there's one guy who stands out, who's definitely doing like a dance called like, I don't know the the, the funky seizures. Yeah, like that. yeah. The like uh, I have uh, someone gave me a paralyzing drug in the middle of uh, my screaming. <laughs> I have been shot by a dart. Yeah. <laughs> someone threw a dart at me. <laughs> I got Gary Gary surfrighted with a paralytic dart. Yeah. Yeah. Things aren't good. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a guy dancing there. It is very funny. And mm-hmm. he, he will definitely show up when you watch this video. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're we're going through everything. It's a desert. There's darkness. There's fire. There's chains. There's... Uh, Oil cans. Uh, improvised armor. Yep. Uh, but then, of course, there's also a like, chase scene through the desert. Yeah. Uh, in, in kind of dune buggies and, uh, you know cars oh and it should be brought up what i believe is the first instance of tupac's uh sex butt slapping dance move yeah, that the, the, swept the, the nation the, the smack my bishop move <laughs> where you do that do that little move like you're you're slapping the side like slapping yeah. thigh yeah yeah you like know? you're you're doing that yeah which uh you know i mean it's the first instance of tupac doing that but beavis and butthead used to do that but it, like i guess i would I'd be curious as to see who did it first. I think that Tupac is appropriating Beavis and Butthead culture personally. <laughs> I doubt that. I feel like I would not be surprised if the first person to do that dance move was somebody in the hip hop world. I, w- I would not be surprised. I, I feel like that's a very safe bet. But I wonder if that's like one of those things where like 
we're gonna find a video on YouTube of someone who's who went way back and was like, like the Chris, first known instance was like in Chris 1418. Cross, Christopher Cross. Oh, yeah. Like so you can go back and it's like Seals and Croft. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> the members of bread. Um, <laughs> we call this the rye loaf. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Gary, let's take a little break. Oh yeah. And let's uh, instead of talking about the end of the world. Let's get ourselves one step closer to the end of a tournament. Uh, one tiny step. One tiny step as we discuss which Pokemon is Cubist. Smurgle has a brush on his tail. This tournament he will surely fail. And Geodude, Minecraft, the two, when observing a noob, descending a staircase, he'll come in last place. Because this tournament ain't about their size, how bad as they are, how cute their eyes. This time we're looking at their heart to see if they are fans of Cuba Star. So we'll start at the beginning and then we'll up we'll ramp. Because we need to see which Pokemons the real Marcel Duchamp. Cuddle up with your arcane This song's over. It's tournament time. Pablo Tops. Uh, and here I want to draw your attention, Gary. Okay. To, uh, I believe it's Bear, Bear Tick mm. and Pissimian, uh, two mammal Pokemon. <laughs> Though we're going to decide which one of these two is most likely to mm-hmm. be a Cubist. Interested in Cubist artwork, interested in discussing it in a salon, perhaps. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, aware of the progression from cubism to surrealism mm-hmm. uh you know the participants like marcel duchamp and you know all, all that stuff sure yeah um so bear take for people who don't know is a gigantic uh, angry polar bear yes he's got a lot of like front fluff have you seen this the pictures of this guy where it's I, like he's got all this like crotch fluff yeah yeah it's yeah. pretty strange mm-hmm. um it's a it's almost um oh gosh now why can't i think of that guy's name uh, the super giant uh, Pokemon, that one of the really tall ones from X and Y, I think. Oh, no, uh, not X and Y, black and white. Uh, Reshiram. It's oh, like sure. the Reshiram front. Oh yeah, front wing. <laughs> now, is this a uh, Passimian? Passimian, which okay. is, I believe, the uh, looks kind of like a baboon with a melon helmet. It's <laughs> also very interested in the sport of American football. Because I put down persimmon, which is a fruit. <laughs> um. Oh, this is baboon, uh, like as heck. Is a football baboon? Yeah. Um, this is a tricky one because one of them's like a big jock wrestler guy. Yeah. And one of them is like a big jock football guy. Yeah. Not that jocks can't be interested in cubism. You know. But I don't associate it. Yeah. With it. Wow. Um. I think maybe he's a lemur. Do you think he's a lemur? Maybe. Uh, he could be. Are lemurs? One. Well, Simeon, you know, that's usually apes. It's one of those flavors of apes I don't like. Yeah. Like I think a baboon is a real ugly ape. Yeah, baboons are scary. Yeah, scary and kind of shitty. Like yeah. I just don't, I just don't like them very much. Um, this is tricky. So he's got this football. So he's definitely interested in round things. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's the problem. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't want cubes. And you got to think about it. Ice cubes. Ice cubes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with bear tick. Ice tea. Ice, ice cube. Yeah. Ice cubist. Bertic is a cubist. You heard it here first, folks. But is it more of a cubist than whoever's going to win against Roserade and uh, Pelisand? We'll find out. Uh, (laughs) I uh, I stand by this. Okay, good. Bertic moves on to round two. Gary, let's get back to this video. 
Mm-hmm. There, I have. I'm not sure about something in this video, Uh-oh. and and you know we're introduced about halfway into it. It's a this is a five and a half minute video. You're talking about the, the chase. Yes, there's a there's a third character. Like yeah, well okay. The I'd say there's four characters. Okay. In this. There's uh, there's Doctor Dre. Yep. There's uh, Tupac playing Slick Rick. Yeah. Tupac <laughs> playing Tupac Handsome Boy. Playing Handsome Boy. There's Vocoder Joe. Vo- yep. Joe Coder. <laughs> Joe Coder. And yep. then there's uh other guy with the glasses the warlord the warlord yeah i think is played by uh like that's a, a comedy actor okay um let me pull up wikipedia real quick okay you do that because i can't i can't tell if he's on the side of tupac and dre or if they're they're fighting each other or they're friends i don't know i i think it's i mean it's chris tucker Oh, is you think so? Um, well, I mean, and this is all from Wikipedia. Oh, I don't okay. think it, it looks like him necessarily, but um, I looked at it earlier. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, you only get to see him for about eight seconds. So the guy uh, with the vocoder, yeah, aka Dwarf Soldier. Uh, oh no, that's different. That's Tony Cox. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, Chris Tucker uh, is playing the evil tribal chief. Oh, so if you think that's the evil tribal chief, it sounds um, like they are enemies. Roger Troutman is the one with the the vocoder. Okay, who also shows up in the next video. Yes, and also died due to gang violence. Yeah. And with a name like Roger Troutman, you yeah. think that he Roger was Troutman. just an accountant. Well, and he's like famous for doing a bunch of like vocoder and hip hop and soul mm-hmm. and stuff. Like okay. the vocoder guy doesn't seem like he should be shot. Like what a nerd. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, the evil warlord. Um, I would, if anyone's an evil warlord, I would think it was that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. If, yeah. if that guy is an evil warlord and they do go, there is something of a battle because at one point, uh, some of Dre's uh, retinue of female uh, yeah. bodyguards yeah. gets attacked and, and beats up somebody. Yeah. And I assume this is the night after the celebration. Or it could be a flashback as well. Yeah. And they're celebrating their victory against the evil warlord. Because <laughs> this looks like Chris that, Tucker that right does here like to me. Tucker. Sorry, I'm, I'm pointing out it. There's a guy who's swinging a bottle and screaming at about three minutes, 47 yeah. seconds in the video. And it, that he, guy looks like his Chris whole, Tucker. his whole face says, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yes, very much so. Yeah. I think that's probably is Chris Tucker. I don't know who the other warlord is, though. Neither and there's that. another character named Dwarf Warrior who is like, listen, <laughs> the Wikipedia, but the Doof Warrior. Yeah, he's, he's, I keep I keep missing him. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the, a lot of it's them riding these like cool vehicles. Yeah. One of the things I thought about in this uh, watching this video is what a fun day for these guys. Yeah. Did you think that? Like, just like... You get to ride around in the desert. You get to go yeah. as fast as you want to. You yeah. get to dress up like a goofball. Can you imagine if Snapchat existed in these days? Like, how much fun they'd have Snapchat and their friends? It like, would have been pretty fun. It's like, this it seems like these guys had a good time, and I like yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but they're, like, legit stunts. Like, this is a... You know, we watched that uh, I Could Do Anything for Love yeah. video, which is a cinematic yeah. kind of thing. This is a much more fun cinematic video to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really. There's no plot in it, no, like it's, not really. but it's like the actual action and stuff is coherent. I mean, there is a plot. Like, like I mean, well, and you when don't you get, get to, to, the to the very yeah. end. Yeah, but I mean, it's a very simple plot. Yes, it's it's a real. What if a dude had a dream? <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> like, just, yeah, you just you just did spoilers. it. Spoilers. Um, yeah, the most Mad Max thing that happens is when somebody tries to board someone else's vehicle. Yeah, gets kicked off and is dragged by the foot in right. the desert. Yeah, at like high speeds, which is pretty badass. Yeah, thing. and uh, you know, definitely had to get a stunt person for that because that's dangerous yeah yeah or at least wear like a stunt back <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then we eventually we get to the end of the video where it's kind of a montage everything of sorts. starts falling apart everything's falling apart reality is collapsing and tupac wakes up having realized that this was all a terrible dream and not you know not 
Tupac Rattlebiter or whatever, like not his Raider <laughs> name, <laughs> but just Tupac Shakur, the yeah. rapper. Yes. Uh, wakes up in bed um, next to someone. Yeah. And then it says, to be continued. Yeah. And it's continued in a mild remix of the same song yes. that's two minutes longer and has a worse video. I, it, is, it is exactly. It's the thing that you didn't like, which is rappers just partying. It is. What if a party happened? Yeah. And then uh, I love that the video starts out with Tupac calling his friend Dre. We can click right now and put it on. We can I'm, have it in the I'm background not even going to. You know, not even uh, worth no, giving the clicks. It's not worth it. I watched it already. Uh, Tupac calls his friend Dre and says, I had a, let me tell you about this dream, which already. So not to, not to, not to, well, actually, I apologize. Dre calls Tupac because they're celebrating uh, him joining Death Row Records. So he's like, where are you at? We can have a party later. Yeah. A lady comes up to Dr. Dre, takes off her clothing and Dr. Dre's like, uh, I got to take care of something first. Yeah. Uh, But then they just, they just have a party. Yeah. The only thing I like about it is Roger Troutman hanging out on the keyboard. Yeah playing the whole party and just kind of like yeah. having a good time. But Tupac does uh, explain the dream he has about yeah. how oh, yeah, everything yeah. was post-apocalyptic and weird. Yeah. And then Dr. Dre is just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, Dr. Uh, Dre doesn't care. No, which it, which is right. It, it like, sucks <laughs> when people tell you about their dreams. <laughs> like it's the worst. And Dr. Dre is not immune to that. Yeah, yeah. Just because he's Dr. Just because he's got a way too much orange juice on his uh, on his <laughs> table yeah. for just one man Enough orange juice for the, what's that for the whole party they're all gonna get sugar high and run around and jump in the pool i you know he looks like he's he was settling down to eat by himself but then he's got this pitcher of orange juice. he yeah. doesn't need that much orange juice when i was uh, a younger man when i was a teenager sometimes i would just drink orange juice for breakfast and mm-hmm. when i did i would drink like a carton of orange juice that seems like uh, it was a dangerous Oh yeah, world you were living in. Yeah, it was no, it was no good. It was before I realized how like bad orange juice was for you. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you know what I mean. All bad things orange, in like, moderation, sugar. my yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, but I would I occasionally do that, and you know, people who are listening to this know that I'm diabetic. I'm be like, oh, the trail of breadcrumbs starts there. Fuck you. <laughs> the um, like it wasn't like yes. something I did all the time. That's where it starts. Yes, and and all these people who drink, you know, like all the soda, which I did not do. Yeah. Um, but the uh, uh, every once in a while I would just drink orange juice because it was very filling. Yeah. Um. So okay. I kind of understand maybe Dre's like that kind of guy. Maybe. What do you think? Uh, so let's go. Let's do a. Let's do uh, a guessing tiny little game? little guess. Like let's we'll call it a guessing game. Okay. I said I don't know the answer. Oh. I'm a guessing boy and I live in a guessing land. Good riddles in my heart and enigmas in my hand. And if you want to live in wealth or stealth or fame. Four principles in this video. Mm-hmm. So we got Dre as Slick Rick, mm-hmm. Tupac Shakur, mm-hmm. um, Evil Warlord, tu- Tupac Earthshaker. Earth, that's very good. <laughs> Tupac Earthshaker, uh, Vocoder Joe, Joe Coder, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know Chris Tucker as Evil Warlord. Yeah. What do you think each of the meats for breakfast? Oh boy. Um, you know, I I do see Dre as doing something kind of decadent. Like he would have a poached egg 
of some sort, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe an eggs Benedict sort of a meal, mm. uh, and sitting down and, and doing a thing about it. Like, because I feel like uh, Dre has established himself as a businessman. He yeah. knows how to get things done. He probably isn't, you know, he's probably still putting in a full day's work because he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would just retire and rest on his laurels. No, he wakes up in the morning. But that doesn't mean he's got to rush out of the door. Yeah. He's got himself. He reads he's the got New York Times. Out. Yeah. He like reads like the stock exchange. Yeah. So I feel like he's got a thing. He's, you know, black coffee, avocado yeah. toast. I don't know. Yeah. Um, now. Maybe a little bit of grapefruit to keep the Britons away. Yeah. <laughs> he's lying. And it's always worked. He's created a circle of grapefruit juice around him to yeah. make sure that no Britons he summons get out of their control. Now, evil, evil warlord Chris Tucker. Yep. Uh, at this cereal. point, is probably just eating, yeah, maybe old cereal, probably cans of corned beef hash that he's found out in the in like a refrigerator. So hold on a second. Dr. Dre in the situation is, real is Dr. Dr. Dre. <laughs> but evil the warlord's warlord. a character. <laughs> Okay. Okay. And now that I understand, please continue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that sort of thing. Now, vocoder Joe, uh, super into vocoders. Dinner. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> only is really only interested in like things like nerd rope or Twizzlers or <laughs> you know like spaghetti, yeah. li- linguine. Things uh, he can suck through the tube of a vocoder. Yeah, exactly. That's what he wants. Uh, yeah. Soups. Yeah. Like soups. Good shakes. Soup. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tupac, uh, in a surprise, is actually the, being eaten by worms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he is unto breakfast. Yes. <laughs> as opposed to someone who is breakfast unto. Yes. I'll, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> you won this, uh, this segment of guessing game. Thank you. Um, uh, and as a prize, let's figure out which Pokemon is a cubist. <laughs> Smurgle has a brush on his tail, this tournament he will surely fail, and Geodude, Minecraft Batoon, when observing a noob, descending a staircase, he'll come in last place. Cause this tournament ain't about their size, how bad as they are, how cute their eyes. This time, we're looking at their heart to see if they are fans of Cuba Star. So, we'll start at the beginning, and then we'll up, we'll ramp. Cause we need to see which Pokemons the real Marcel Duchamp. Cuddle up with your arcane eye, this song's over, it's... Tournament time! Pablo Tops! Gary Butterfield, (laughs) are you ready? It's Klotzer, I know. Klotzer's back (sighs) versus Puchaina. Uh, which is oh. a dog hyena combo, which is already like a dog and a dog getting together. Uh, and I don't know. That's a strange thing. But Klotzer okay. is back. Oh. Um is pretty cute. I think we had Clauncher before. So now we yeah, upgraded to Klotzer. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's always going to be doubles because we've done so many of these tournaments. That's true over, over the years. years. Um, yeah. So... This is a tricky one, uh, but I would, I'm going to give it to Puchaina. Oh, are you? Because Klotzer is only interested in the ways of war. I feel yeah. like asking if, they'd be like asking if a gun is into Cuba start. Well, you know, I, I my argument, uh, okay. you know, for okay. Klotzer, yeah. and I know you've already made up your mind, would be that maybe Klotzer needs the escape of Cubism to get, to away from get the over the shell war. shock of, of the battles that... Well, Maybe Puchaina needs to escape Cubism to get over the shell shock of licking his balls all day. I mean, yeah, I guess. You know, like it's it's a, it's a hard it's a hard bark's life. Like, yeah, 
it's hard for him. I, I just think that uh, Klotzer, if Klotzer was like a soldier Pokemon, mm-hmm. then maybe. But he's literally a weapon. Like yeah. It's like he is a gun. I feel like that defines his purpose. Okay. So it's more about him having a definition. I see. So I don't know what room he has for any hobbies. All right. Fair enough. It's kind of sad. Like I... It's never. I really didn't think this would end with me having a lot of sympathy for Clotzer, but like, here I go. Like, <laughs> your one note, Clotzer. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, not even that. Not just sorry. Like, literally sorry. Like your yeah. one note. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. Um, my toy soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Step by step, heart to heart. Um, <laughs> we've learned a lot here today. We have, Gary. We have. Um, we learned a lot about the California Love video. Yeah. Um, Which was brought to us by Kristen Burry. Kristen, yay! Um, <laughs> so thank you, date. Kristen, for uh, donating and supporting the podcast and supporting trans kids. Absolutely. Uh, next weekend, we got the the event. Yeah. We're going to go to that. Yeah, which will be before this comes out. Oh, yeah, very much so. But as we're recording <laughs> next weekend, we're going to go to that, yes. which will be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot like uh, this video, I think. It's going to be a big party in the desert. Yes. Um. So we've learned that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've learned about what uh, which characters are their characters, which ones are actually their actors. Um, I, you know what? Like at first, I thought that was just funny, but now that I think about it, Doctor Dre's Doctor Dreness could transcend fictional barriers in a Grant Morrison kind of way. Yeah, I think so. Like no matter who he is, he's, he's always, always Grant- Dre, even yeah, he, when he's Slick Rick. He's Dre. Like he's he's Slick Rick, even when he's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Like even when he like gets murdered by Eminem, like he's still Dre. Like, he's that still version, Dre, even when he's the, dead and in someone's basement. Yeah, he's the head still that ends around. up in the fridge or whatever in that Eminem video is yeah. still like waking up every morning, having half a grapefruit and an avocado, and like <laughs> planning his like our you know like, hip hop takeover and the world. getting shit done. Yeah. 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 Uh, not that, you know, I don't want to sound too much like Dre did a bunch of like terrible women beating and shit. Like yeah. there's that subtext of like all these people being horrible people that we're yeah. kind of having fun with. And just, just to make sure everybody knows that, you know, I, I, I've seen the, uh, the trailer for, yeah for Compton yeah. and read about it. Um, so we've learned a lot about that. We've learned that sometimes, uh, bad people make good music and, uh, but we haven't learned everything. Yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet. Every episode, the teaser bags ends with a poem about an onion. Brayton, do you have a poem about an onion? I do. Is it uh, is it from the city of Compton? Um, no, I mean I wrote it here in Portland. Okay. City of Portland. <laughs> so I guess not. Yeah. Um, I did. I you know I. There was a big welcome to Oakland sign at the beginning of the the mm-hmm. video, and I did want to bring up home of the. I you know I was watching it, I was like, oh yes, home of the Oakland Athletics of Anaheim, <laughs> which is now the baseball team. Um, Brayton, you got this poem about onion. Yeah, layer it on me. Yeah, okay. There are those that would make me blossom, bloom before their eyes. There are those who would cover me under a sky of cheese, a hot bubbling surprise there are those that would run me in circles like a track and field team but no other suits me better on a a fried thin potato like you my love my truth my partner sour cream it's very sweet (laughs) thank you (laughs) i like how uh in almost entirely throughout back steakhouse we've gained some new verbs and properties to onions like you never think of onions as blooming, 
But yeah. now all I can think about is onions is blooming. Yeah, bl- uh, onion blossoms or blooming onions. Yeah, yeah that's blooming onions. It's right, right in there. The uh, I wish I I remembered it more, but me and uh, Cole when we were in Milwaukee ate yeah. at a outback. There's an yeah. outback attached to the hotel. Yeah, which is like a very funny moment where yeah. Cole's like, "Dude, there's an outback attached to the hotel," which is is very funny to me. Yeah. Uh, but the menu is a real trip. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. lot of nonsense. I'm like, sure. It's a, we did not get a blooming onion. Yeah. Even though our well, hotel had all these advertisements to get a blooming onion sent straight to your like bed. <laughs> get this put in your like, face while you sleep. There's no way that like that doesn't end in just waking up in onion crumbs for like the entire trip. Yeah. And just, know? and just heartburn that you need a doctor to fix. Yeah. And like, don't they have like, like 20,000 or like 2000 calories or yeah. something per it's, onion? It's, it's a, like several weeks worth of onion content. I, yeah. I know you're supposed to split them. Oh yeah, you shouldn't Multiple be eating ways. that by yourself. No, no, you should be eating them with like eight people. Yeah, like it is. It is a, a blooming onion is a, a thing you put out at a party. Yeah, very much so for everyone to scoff at. Yeah, for everyone to be like, Ooh. and then you throw it away because it's an onion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as you do. <laughs> I would eat a blooming onion. Yeah, right now, but only a portion. Okay. Um, Gary, if people liked this episode, uh-huh. what can they do? The best thing you can do if you like this episode um is tell your friends yeah. about it rate and review it mm-hmm. help more people learn about it yeah the other thing you can do okay is you can support the entire network patreon.com slash duck feed tv in the city in the city city, city. of patreon <laughs> city. come on patreon Keep those podcasts yes. they Keep know rolling. um you can do that. You can also uh, listen to other shows in the network, yeah. which we mentioned the early, the very the way back in the day with the uh, the Garrity talking about Watch Out Fireballs. But of course, check it out, Comrade. Check it out, Comrade. Which if you didn't listen to before, you should listen to now because now it features your friend of mine, yeah. Ben Cameron. It's like, were you, were you listening to Check It Out, Comrade before and thinking like, this would be great. This would a, be awesome. If, if a only. different host of Teenage Dirtbags was on it. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, <laughs> this is really good. Nick Golden. Yeah. Everything else, not so much. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then you are in for a treat. Yeah. Um, and thanks again for donating to Transactive Gender Center. Yes. Uh, for doing these sponsored episodes. We only got a couple more left. Yeah, we have exactly three more left, and I don't want to tell the audience what they Oh, are. no, I didn't want it. I wasn't going to spoil it. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, but in like a month after you're hearing this or so, yeah. that's when you can start suggesting things again. <laughs> but you know what's going to happen in a month? It'll almost be time for... Tra- for <laughs> No, no, well, not not quite that. Duck stream. Well, it it will by the time we get done with summer jam. Oh yeah, and summer right. glum. It's, it's gonna be summer of jams and summer of. Glums. So we got we got a few months of that, and then uh, and then there'll be time for one suggestion from you guys, and then we'll be back to, to transactive live stream. Yeah, so, maybe we'll see. Um, I'm looking forward to summer jam. Yeah, summer jam again this year. I, I've got a couple summer jams in mind. We also got to dig up those tapes from a uh, teenager in the dirt bag. Yeah, we definitely do. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this. Uh, So in 2016, we vow to have a better sign-off.